0: Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever y'all are. This is... I don't even know what it is. Hold on. Oh, it's Tuesday, November 12th. But I'm recording this. uh, Well, pre-recording this for... uh, Let me look at the date I'm pre-recording it for. (laughs) You know what? I don't even... I I don't know. I think I pre-recorded already. I have to look up here. Dolly shares, you're listening to Dolly shares as you can tell I'm a lot discombobulated this morning I'm just waking up I've only been up long enough to give the girls their uh, their um food their canned food I give them canned food every morning but they always have dry food going on Okay, so the last one I did was for the 6th. Oh, we already were at the 6th, weren't we? Um, 6th? Oh yeah, DS was due. Okay, so this one is for November 20th. It will be aired the first time on november twenty twenty nineteen <coughs> holy criminy do y'all realize we're getting in a in like next week it, we're gonna be in the end of part of November oh good heavens, wow. And we're we're toward the end of twenty nineteen, going into twenty twenty. I'm telling you, y'all, it's so hard for me to grasp hold that I'm I'm actually living in 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 twenty nineteen. Good grief! You got to... I I was born in 1947 and for me back in like the 50s or the 60s to think of living in 2000 something was just incomprehensible to me here I am 2019 and I'm living in the, my future <laughs> <laughs> Who says you can't live in the future? <laughs> I'm living in mine. <sighs> oh boy. So, um, I don't know if I started this out right. So you're listening to Dolly... Uh, not Dolly Reeds for you. What's the other one? Dolly shares. Nancy Hopkins is a producer. And I'm Dolly Howard. I'm the one who's so confused this morning. I find that I'm getting more confused as as days go by, not just weeks anymore or months. Oh, so frustrating to see <coughs> you aren't as sharp as you used to be <coughs> you're you're the sharpest tech in that box anymore. In fact, sometimes I wonder if my tack is even in the box anymore. <laughs> I'm laying along beside it, doing my own thing. <laughs> I really, I really am just waking up. I have nothing to talk to you about, but um, I also came to realize that. It's not what I say. It's just the sound of my voice. (laughs) I realize that now, especially because when I listen to certain uh, people's voices, I realize, wow, I I like the feel of that. I like how it plays on my ears and goes through my head and they don't even have to say anything important or say anything at all just just let me hear their vibes and get in on their energies ooh boy my energies are pretty sleepy today so i don't know about you and my energies <laughs> but anyway so um oh hey I didn't even get the the uh, angel card drawn. Let me do that for you. okay, get them out of the package. And my nice satin bag that Christia coming slack mate for just for the cards. yeah, got the cards from her, the angel cards. okay. Angels, please direct me to the card you want me to draw for this show that I'm doing. And I forgot the date already. But you all know. Thank you, angels. I'm going through the cards now. I have them splayed out in front of me. Half the deck. And I didn't find the card in that half. So let's do the other half. Get it splayed out. <coughs> I never was able to hold a whole hand of cards when we were, especially Pinochle when we played Pinochle. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had a couple piles of my cards going because I couldn't get them all in my hand at one time. Okay, here's the next part. This one, it might be this one. Let me see. I'm getting the heebie-jeebies on that one. Let's see. I'll finish Going through the cards. Let me try it one more time. Pick it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as I pick it up, I get the feel. Okay. Now I have to open up my file for the angel cards so that I can read to you which one they want me to open. Oh, It's Guardian Angel card. Be open. Number 8. So let me find number 8 so I can read it to you. all Number 8. Guardian Angel. Be open. Your Guardian Angel is, is associated with your crown chakra. And the sacred sound for this chakra is OM. It is important to have your crown chakra open and ready to receive messages from your guardian angel, angel team, and other angels who are currently working in and through you. Ask your guardian angel to help you open your crown chakra. Begin by practicing quiet time and open yourself up to hearing messages from your angels your guardian angels yes you could have more than one has been has or have been with your soul through every incarnation they know you at your soul level and they do not judge or nor criticize they love you and are here to help you so give thanks to your guardian angels for their help Thank you, guardian angels, and all the other angels. Thank you, thank you for loving us and helping us. <coughs> and don't forget, y'all, you have to ask so that they can help you. Because they can't help you until you ask. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I made that go way too, too little. As earlier, earlier, like a few minutes ago, before I came on the air, I had opened something up in the computer, so you know how you can you can move your fingers on the screen and make the picture larger. Well, I did that, but the problem the problem is. I forgot to make it littler, and now everything is so freaking big. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> let me think. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm going to try. I'm going to share whatever I'm doing with you at this moment in time. All right. Let's, uh. Open this up. Let's go see if Q is posted. Do you realize Q posted on November 2nd? I think it was just three posts, but he did. Oh, oh yeah. He posted three more posts. So he's back to posting. I say he, but we know it's a group of people. This one, November 11th at 8.50. Fifty-six, seventeen 17 p.m. EST. Indictments coming. 2019. In brackets, 2019. Q. Now here's one November 11, 2019. At eight oh two fifty six p.m. EST. Eight, eight. what was the other one? Oh, I see, I'm going I'm going backwards. Okay, so the first one I read was the last one. This one I'm reading is the middle one. (coughs) Well, actually, I'm not even going to read it. I don't understand it. Oh, I'll read it because... Just because I don't understand it doesn't mean the rest of you out there won't. I don't... Once capital C, underline capital A, always, and then it's repeated, the capital C, underline capital A, and a question mark. Former, I'm just going to call it C.A. elected to Congress, question mark. Former C.A. running for Congress, question mark. Former C.A. running for Senate, question mark. Former CA elected to Senate, question mark. Former CA elected to presidency, question mark. Delete, no, define black op. And in the brackets and (coughs) bolded is the word clandestine. Once CA, always CA, question mark. Snowden, pre-NSA, question mark, Snowden, base of ops, and in brackets in bold, it says geolocation, and then question mark, whistleblower, and the S in brackets, versus POTUS, question mark, former CA, question mark, define black op, and clandestine is in bold in brackets. What happens if rogue elements of U.S. A.B. in capital letters, and then C is C is in brackets and bolded. What happens if rogue elements of U.S. A.B.C. Intel agency target? Uh, And then he's got, in brackets, to insert. He used to do that, so I, uh, he, they (coughs) used to do that, and they'd go back and insert something where they say to insert. So I'm thinking that's what's going on here. I'll read it from the beginning of this sentence. What happens if rogue elements of U.S. ABC Intel agency target and then to insert U.S. political system President VP VP, House Senate NSC U.S. AMB etc. That's the end of that one another sentence in black op designated to control friend versus faux targeting self-preservation in a print, in a question mark NSA versus CA and then it's signed Q <clears throat> and then the the first post that I'm reading last November 11 2019. Time, 7.49.10 p.m. EST. And he has uh, a link here, or they have a link here. I'll go to the link after I read the two sentences. Project Looking Glass, with a question mark. Going forward in order to look back, signed Q. Okay, let's go to this link. Oh it goes to a Twitter Clark Petro Petronov Dang, so that was an IP address not a date at military precision. Then he's got a lot of ads down here. Has IP address eleven eleven eighteen zero to eleven eleven eighteen two fifty five uh, he has a in something he copied from the internet with that title on it and it's so teeny tiny there's no way in the world I'd be able to read it uh, so I don't know what this is leading to I have no idea you'd have to look up Q and go into this thread (coughs) starting with this Clark guy alright so that's the end of what Q has to say today at least for now let me, I'm in this site, if if y'all are interested, where am I the name of the site that you type in the address thing is Q-A-L-E-R-T-S .apP. So it's qAlerts.app. And it takes you to this QAlerts Home site. It's got a black background on it. And it's got a bunch of things on the side, um, like a directory, Home, qposts posts, Q for Android, QAlerts for Apple. Other cue alerts, and then you can open the arrow down and uh, email alerts, RSS feed, web browser notifications, research tools, info. Let me see what else it is. Research tools. <clears throat> Shop QAlerts.app. alerts. App help support our work. And it has online how many are online? Evidently, so you can go there and find out. The same stuff I find out about Q. All right, we'll put that to bed. <gasps> Amber, I'm looking at her and her tongue is out. Amber, I mean it's really stuck out her mouth. What are you doing, baby? What's the matter with your mouth? Your tongue? Were you just scaring mommy? Well, you little booger. I've never seen her with her tongue hanging out like that. Well, your nose is wet and cold. Were you just scaring mommy? Hanging your tongue out of your mouth? What a stinker. Well, She accomplished Scared me, that's for sure. I didn't, I was scared there's something wrong with her. She's acting okay now. (sighs) Okay. Oh, let me see. Oh, you know, I forgot. No, of course you don't know, because I'm the one who's saying it. (sighs) I forgot to go to Skype say good morning to Nancy. I'm recording DS. Uh, what, what date did I decide it was, y'all? November 20. It was for November 20. Okay, I'm recording DS for... November tw- oops, 20, oh hey, when I'm looking at my calendar, <clears throat> I'm seeing, it's reminding me, because I don't pay attention to days or dates, tomorrow is my son's birthday and my grandson's birthday. Dalton was born on Russell's birthday. Many years apart, though. Dalton is going to be 22, and Russell is going to be 40. Uh, He was born in... When was he born? 19... I I was born in 47 that's what's going in my brain see that's how slow my brain is working this morning <clears throat> my son was born in and that was 69 72 1972 so he's going to be holy criminy he's going to be 47 oh wow I remember when he was born, he was just such a little dinky thing. He weighed 5 pounds, 13 ounces. When we brought him home, he had dropped to 5 pounds. But he was a strong little guy. Most of his weight was his long black hair that stood out straight from his head as if he'd been electrocuted. And no matter what any of us did, his hairs wouldn't lay down. Nurses would put oil on it, and they'd put a hat on him, and they'd bring him to me, and they'd say, look real quick. And I'd look, and he his hair would stay down just long enough for the hat to come off. And then, oop, up his hairs went, even though he had oil on him. <laughs> and then, he had these humongous dark eyes very very dark almost black I, I would even say they were black eyes <clears throat> so he was all hair and eyes and, and it, he was one of those babies that you think oh my gosh he's so ugly he's cute he was adorable I, knew. of course to me he was the cutest thing on the planet earth but <laughs> I was so excited that I had a boy, so at that time it gave me a girl and a boy, my living children. I'd had one before, but uh, I lost him. I think it was a boy. I, I feel strongly that my first one was a boy. And every once in a while I get this image in the in the energetic feel of him with me Uh, so I have four children but only three living and I appreciate them all so we're having birthdays tomorrow Uh, my son and my grandson and Dalton's still alive thank God That boy went through all the bad things that kids can go through. Oh, but the angels were with him. And they were with Annette and I, because she lived with me all those years. She had divorced her, the father of Dalton, when he was a baby. So Dalton made it. And he's doing good today. Yes, he is. He's doing what we call Dalton stuff, but he's he's doing good. I mean, he's on the on the right side of the tracks, as people would say. Oh, thank God. So that's what's coming up tomorrow. What's coming up today? Oh I had to run out and take a look at mister Zippy. I don't remember if I told y'all we had to get a new mister Walker died. And mister Walker and mister Zippy are the little <coughs> machines in our pool that run around the, the pool and clean it. They they're hooked up to hose like tubes. in the the side of the pool that goes, goes to the system it's a vacuum that's what it is it's a pool vacuum that runs whatever time you set them for well we had to replace Mr. Walker because poor little Mr. Walker who we inherited from the previous owners of this house and I don't know how long they had him But anyway, he kind of, well, he went to a pool vacuum heaven. So I had to get a new one. And I did not realize that poor little Mr. Walker had turned into Mr. Creeper. He could hardly move. We got the new one and got it hooked up. And, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. This guy ran around that pool so fast I could almost hardly see him moving because he was moving so fast. So I named him Mr. Zippy because he was zipping around the pool. And he still does. And the, Mr. Zippy, because he's got so much energy, climbs the walls of the pool. <laughs> it cracks me up. Because Mr. Walker never made it off the bottom. But... Mr. Zippy climbs the walls and he gets to this part where the top part where the water uh, ends in the pool. And when he gets out of the water with his flippers, because he's got two flippers on each side. I call them flippers because that's what they look like. If Once his flipper gets out and gets air under it, it makes this noise. It scares the bejeebers out of you if you aren't paying attention to where he is. <laughs> oh man! And that'll be sleeping on the on the uh, float in the pool, and he'll <laughs> get outside the pool with one of his flippers and make that noise. It scares her. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's fun, but anyway. Poor little Mr. Zippy must have gotten turned off because he wasn't running yesterday and he didn't run today. So I'm thinking, somehow along the way, he got turned off. And I don't know how to turn him back on, but I think Annette does. So when she gets home, she can go check it out, if she's feeling up to it. Oh, did, do you all know about Annette? Well, I know that she won't mind if I share it with you. You can't. I can't talk about anybody else in the family. No, 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 taboo. So, um, I can tell you about because she won't mind. She went. To, she wasn't feeling good, so she made a doctor's appointment. And uh, <coughs> the night before her doctor's appointment. Um, it was a Tuesday night, October 29th, she it, she was laying on the couch, and I walked out of the bedroom and, and saw her there, and I asked her, are you okay, because she didn't look so good. She had her arm up over her head, and she said, no, she had pains in her chest and her arm and her neck. And, and she had an upset stomach, and I, oh my gosh, and that you need a nitro. She would not take one of my nitros. And see, though all those are signs of heart attack. I know this. I've been there, done that. And but she wouldn't do anything. She wouldn't take a nitro. No. She had a doctor's appointment the next day at four o'clock after work. And so I prayed, I prayed hard, she made it to her doctor's appointment, she made it through work and her doc- to her doctor's appointment, and then um he sent her immediately over to the hospital e r bless his heart she was fighting him, and so she was um texting me from his office and I said, if he tells you you need to go you need to go and she was all upset because she, Halloween is her favorite holiday she loves Halloween and we had gone to the Halloween store <clears> that only opens on Halloween time, so they sell Halloween stuff so we went there and she spent 90 bucks <laughs> on her costume it was a clown costume, dress, and leggings, and and it had a little clown hat. And then she bought the the wig and makeup, and so anyway, she was getting all excited. And she organizes events at work, and so they all have their halls decorated. And Halloween fashion, and they they have judges that judge the halls that each department decorates. And she's the one who instigated this when she started working there. So they decorate for every holiday, and they get judged for every holiday, and they get so excited. She got a boost uh, in in, uh, her... Performance appraisal for for raising morale in the company. Cause it's not just her, their site. Uh, she works for Harris. It. They have a bunch of different sites around Palm Bay and uh, Melbourne, and <clears throat> so all the people in all the sites, know about what she does. and A lot of them will come over and look at the halls. But anyway, she's all excited about Halloween, and she just loves Halloween special every year. So she's telling the doctor she can't go to the hospital because Halloween was the next day. Oh, for crying out loud. I said, Annette wouldn't you rather be alive to participate in Halloween? Or at least uh, to live through Halloween? Well, yeah, so between the text, the doctor, and the nurse, we got her talked into going over to ER, and of course she was admitted immediately. And I couldn't get there. Um, I Can't drive anymore. Don't even own a vehicle, and they took. I. uh, I just have a Florida ID now. I don't have a driver's license, so uh, I didn't have any way to get there. And, uh, Sherry moved to Orlando, and she was working. She didn't realize the severity of it, and didn't want. Didn't didn't realize, and so anyway. Ah, uh, that was telling me stay home, stay home because the week, two weeks before, I was in the hospital, going through her cath and all that stuff, and and they they have the final diagnosis for me. So she's telling me, please stay home. I will feel better if you stay home. So here I am staying home while I'm scared to death I'm going to lose my daughter. So, uh, believe me, if I, had, if I had the wheels, I would have been there. But I also wanted to honor her wishes, and I didn't want to upset her anymore, and she was already upset, so I had to stay home. <clears throat> but I was on the phone with her the whole time, so that helped. So, seeing as it was so late in the day, on Halloween Eve, the night before Halloween, they, uh, they only ran, they, they did x-ray, and uh, what do you, the, EKG, honor oh yeah and they took her for a sonogram so they did those tests that night and then they uh, she had gone to our internal medicine guy who sent her over to the hospital Then, the next morning our uh, cardiologist came in to see her uh, he became her cardiologist that day too he's mine and became hers too so he came in to see her hi Sagey hi baby and he said that he would he talked to Annette and said well from the sounds of it I think I'll do a heart cath on you if you'll let me because <laughs> I wouldn't let him for years a couple of years till I finally did a couple of weeks before that and so She said, "Yes, I'm not going to be like Mom. I'm going to let you do what you need to do." So he said, "Okay, uh, we'll schedule a heart cath for you tomorrow morning." So she called to let me know, and while she was on the phone with me, she said, "Mom, wait, be quiet." The doctor was outside talking to the nurses. He had looked at. He was looking at her. that thing I keep forgetting. Uh, uh, the one where they put all the wires on you and and it tells what your heart's doing. <laughs> I'll think of it later. And so they did. He was looking at that and EKG, that's it. EKG. Why can't I remember three little, little letters? Well, they're big letters. <laughs> but anyway... She heard him telling the nurses it was, this looks bad, this looks really bad. And then he said, "Um, get her ready, we're doing it now. So he took her to the cath lab immediately that morning. He didn't wait right then. I mean, he didn't even go back to his office. Uh, It was early, early in the morning. And so, actually it was before his office opened because it was that early. And so, and I said, Mom, they're taking me now. And, of course, I started talking to the angels. And uh, started, I continued talking with the angels. So I told her I love her and let me know when she can, when she gets out and starts to the anesthetic starts to wear off. They were putting her the same for me as they did with me, the twilight. You really, you know what's going on, but you really don't care. <laughs> you just, oh yeah, isn't it a wonderful world? <laughs> That's the way you feel when you're under it. And, and it's really nice. And you don't feel any pain. Um, So anyway... She got to see my cath lab uh, angel, David, and he was her uh, um, anesthesiologist, but the angel part wasn't in him. I, I was surprised, it helped me to realize that um, my angel had entered David's body so that I would see him anyway the angel, my angel David wasn't in the David that was there yet part of him was and this is hard to describe to you she she didn't feel him as strongly as I did now maybe it was because Maybe she didn't think he was an angel because she doesn't feel the angel energies. I don't know. See, I'm sitting here trying to figure that one out as I'm talking to you. Fairly interesting, you all. But anyway, she got to see David, the anesthesiologist in the lab, and he kept her very comfortable the doctor went through her wrist too rather than through her groin um this wrist thing that's it's a new procedure rather than cut your groin open and and putting the wires up through your body to your heart that way they they cut this little tiny it's like the size of a pinhead and they put the tubes through through your wrist, and it takes less recuperation time. Even oh, it's wonderful. So anyway, they did that with her, and uh he came around to her, to her head, and he said, "Annette, you're either going to go to bypass surgery right now, or..." There's another option that you can have stints put in. So, um she said to him, Well, what would what would you do if it was you? What do you recommend? He said, Well if you were my sister, I would recommend doing stints this time. <laughs> and I'm thinking this time? She I said he actually said this time? She said, Yeah. I said, Oh, okay. So, um, she said, "Yeah, let's do stints,'cause we really we really like this guy, oh my gosh, he's well, the angels sent us to him, so of course, he's a good one, and he's he's uh very popular in this area. I forgot what you say, how you say that, so um she said that he ended up turning it over to another doctor because they were so bad. She was clogged 80 and 90%. So uh, he did three stints, and he had to stop because her body couldn't take doing another one, but she needs another one. So when her body gets stronger she's going to go in and get the fourth stint done on the other side of her heart. They did three on one side of her heart. And I can't really remember. I'm thinking. No, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say it. I don't remember if it was her right or left side of her heart that they put the stints in and have to do the other side the next time they go in. So, she calls me up after the cath lab she says mom I just got three stints put in what oh my gosh good thing I was in my bed because I would have fainted right on the floor I mean I saw black I was so all of a sudden it hit me oh my god I I really really could have lost my daughter oh oh It scared me, y'all. It really scared me. Kids aren't supposed to die before parents. You remember that. And tell your kids that, too, so they don't put you through such a trauma. (laughs) Kids, we don't want to lose our kids before us. I know it happens, and I feel so awful uh, for the parents who lose their children. Oh, my gosh. Uh, those are strong, strong people. I know it's it's a pre-decided uh, decision, but that doesn't make it any less hard when you <clears throat> have kids and you think they'll be outliving you and you can enjoy them all your life. And, uh Boy, then it hits you in the face. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh wow. So anyway, she's doing good. Um, she felt better right away. She said she can. She doesn't have any pain anymore. Cause she was having pain, and she didn't realize how much pain she was having until, of course, she didn't have it. Because that's when we realize these things, when we don't have it. Uh, so, uh, she got to come home the next day. They wanted to keep her and make sure her EKG was doing okay. So they kept her that night. And then she got to come home the next day. Um. So, she had to miss Halloween. She was recuperating from having stints put in her that day. And, and the people at work were so sweet to her because they said, uh, they they would text her and tell her that she was missed. And, and then when she went back to work, and I'm I'm telling you, I could not believe this, but she went back to work that Monday. She had the surgery well, the procedure, they called the procedure done on Thursday, October 31st, and went back to work that next Monday. She said she was feeling that good, and the doctor said she could go back. The only limitation she had was don't lift five pounds with the arm that they had done the cath through for a few days. So So she went back to work, and... uh, Everybody was so glad to see her. She said she had people coming up to her, hugging her all day long. And she said, even this one guy who doesn't do any touching stuff, no hugs, no touching, he has his territory that you can't go in. Uh, And so he even came up, he hugged her a couple times and said he was so glad that she she was okay and she... That nobody could believe she was back at work so soon and it was such a shock to everybody and I think I think y'all that Annette's uh, experience was a wake up call to the people that she worked with even the other the people in the other uh, buildings around the area that she knows they were calling her and I think it really was a wake-up call to a lot of people. You better pay attention to what your body's telling you. You need to see a doctor. You go see a doctor. Sometimes you need to see doctors. I know people are out there saying, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. Don't go to those doctors. They're quacks. Yada, yada, yada. No. No. You need to do what you need to do for your body. You listen to your voices, your angels, your guides. Don't be listening to everybody else out in the world. who, Everybody has a remedy for you. Everyone knows how you can fix yourself. Believe me, I know. And I tried. I tried almost everything that was suggested. But uh, I need my doctors too. I need to do what they say. They also, seeing as Annette was going through all this stuff with her body, she's a diabetic. And so they were telling her that her diabetes was to the point where that was what was causing some issues with her too, a lot of the issues. She needs to get her diabetes really and truly under control, not just this haphazard stuff she was doing. So she's on what they call long-lasting shots. She has two of those, one in the morning when she gets up and one at night when she goes to bed. And she also has to take her readings uh, before she eats, and she has to eat three meals a day, has to. And so she has to take her sugar readings three times a day, and depending on what the reading comes out as, she might have to take short-term insulin shots at that time. Uh as well as her long-term insulin shots. So I'm telling you, this kid went from, wow, doing her own thing to being on a regimen of of what she needs to do for every day and every night. And they've got her on on the heart meds and blood thinner and, same things I'm on, so well they gave her a couple different ones, and I that I can't take, but she can. She she can tolerate some of them, some she can't, some she can. So here we are, <laughs> trying to take care of each other. Oh, bless her heart, but. I mean it, bless her heart, please God. So, uh, that's what I've, what we have been uh, experiencing. Why I've been kind of in a funk. I've been in a shock. I think i just been in a shock that um, this stuff happened. But at the same time, I kept getting these messages... Annette has something serious going to happen to her. And I kept saying, is she going to die? What are you telling me? Because I I kept thinking she's going to be in this bad car accident and I'm going to lose her. That's what I kept getting. I'm going to lose Annette. And, of course, I didn't want to scare her or tell her. I'd just say, please drive extra careful because that's how I say things. I don't say, oh my gosh, you're going to be in a terrible accident and die. I just say, please drive extra careful and pay attention to what your car might need, like air in the tires or oil change, whatever. So I try to keep on the positive side. So when when I got the phone call, or the text started with the text from the doctor's office from her I started to thank God that she was going to be getting help and I realized that what I was hearing was right that I needed to pay more attention uh, to what Annette was doing like Trying to help her be more cautious about different things, or I—I oh, I get these. I'm not going to call them premonitions, 'cause I don't believe in—I don't believe that. But yeah, I hear my my guides, my voices. I'm going to call them my voices. Okay. You think I'm crazy, anyway? Well. A lot of people think I'm crazy anyway, but anyway, my voices sometimes Oh my gosh, it scared me. Oh, it's Nancy saying something. But sometimes, um I hear these things and they tell me they tell me. different things and if I listen I can save myself grief if I don't listen then I have to go through whatever it is they were trying to tell me to warn me about so uh, I appreciate that I have that ability good morning to you good to hear Oh, okay. Thanks, Nancy. And you know I should check the time on this. No, you don't know because I'm just telling you. Oh, I hate those words, you know. Drives me up the wall. So anyway, that's what's been going on. Oh, no. And that just messaged me. I don't know where to turn him on or off. (laughs) Oh, boy, she doesn't know how to turn Mr. Zippy on or off. (laughs) Well, I guess we'll have to try to figure him out together tonight. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We'll figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. Okay. See, you're with me on a normal day. This is how my day goes. I get uh, talk with Nancy, talk with my kids on the text. If I don't say good morning every morning when I wake up, they all get kind of (laughs) antsy. They'll end up calling the rescue squad, so I have to say good morning, let them know I'm still breathing. Jeez. So um. Where was I? Oh yeah, Net's doing good. So she's doing good. She's on a regimen. She's taking care of her health. And oh, jeez, for y'all who were saying about the the way we eat, she's she's watching her foods. She's got this program, this app, on her phone that she can scan. Uh, the scans on the food and it tells her exactly calories and carbs and things like that. And so she is allowed so many of whatever each day and she follows this app will figure out how much she eats out of everything that she eats that day. So it'll tell her, okay, in this uh cauliflower dish, you got so many of this and this, and you got so much left what she can how much more she can eat during the day of certain different things she's eating, so what I'm trying to say is she's on a strict diet, and she's following it. I bet she's gonna be dropping tons of weight, so um, that's good for her too. She's eating healthy, she's living a healthy lifestyle right now and I'm being taken a, along with her mostly uh, I I eat what she fixes and but I, I add things like a piece of cherry pie or a uh, I'll have a snack of some potato chips at night. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's sticking to her diet. So um, I'm eating healthier because she's living healthier, which makes her happy. (laughs) She wanted me to be eating better. Well, this is one heck of a way to be getting me to eat better. Jeez. So um, it looks like I got two minutes left, and I I really didn't think I had anything to say to you And here. Here I did almost an hour's worth already of chit chat. Scared my, I, I shared my scare with you. That's what I did. So I'm glad you all were there that I can share this with them. I appreciate your support in my life here on Earth. It's good to know you got people. You got people in your life. It's good to know. Thank you for the comments, for those who comment. Thank you for sharing with me your comments, your thoughts. I love it. I just love it. So for now, for this Dolly Shares, I'm going to say to y'all, thank you. Try your best to be happy. Don't just try. Be You have been listening to Dolly Shares with Dolly Howard. Thank you for listening.